0: Trust and obey, for there is no other way. We have to trust and obey the Lord. What a delight. What a blessing. I'm in Walmart. And uh, I was, uh, I think I was fasting that day, but I forgot. So I headed up to the McDonald's there in Walmart and I got my usual, Pastor Brian, you know, the number one, all right? It's, it's the, the, the McMuffin and uh, I got my, uh, my coffee and uh, everything was uh, just great until Sister Crosby from the church saw me with a mocha cafe and an oatmeal and raisin as I was sitting about to bite into my McMuffin. She said, Pastor, so are you fasting with us? (laughs) And I said, oh my goodness, I completely forgot. She said, that's okay, we all fall. But... But we we get up, don't we, Pastor? And I said, well, yes, Sister Crosby. So I packed up my McMuffin. And I walked over to the trash. And I dropped it in the trash. And she said, listen, I have a word for you. I said, woo, look at the time, Sister Crosby. She says, no, 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 I have a word from you. It's found in Isaiah 61, I said, well, praise God, go, go right ahead, Sister Crosby. And she said, yes, the Spirit of the Lord is upon you. He's called you to preach the good news of the gospel to the hurting and to the brokenhearted and to those that are in prison and to declare the year of God's favor. And I said, thank you, Sister Crosby. And she says, great. I'm not done yet, she said. I said, so what else is there? She says, well, I believe that God has called you not to just fast, but to do something. And I said, yes, well, I, <laughs> I'm one of the pastors. We, we are trying to do something. She says, no, you've been called into the prison system. I said, no, I don't sense, I, I don't sense a calling there. <laughs> she says, yes, you have. And it's going to be right down the street. And I said, okay, Sister Crosby, thank you so much. And I started to back away, and she says, do you know it's my birthday? (laughs) And I said, well, fine, let's sing happy birthday, Sister Crosby. Happy birthday to you. And we sang happy birthday, and she says, great. She says, come with me. I said, no, no, I really, she says, she grabbed my hand, and she walked me to the cereal section. She says, I needed to bring you so that nobody could hear what we're about to say. And she began to quote these scriptures about how God has called me into the the world to preach the good news of the gospel. And it wasn't just about giving up my mac muffin and my my cocoa and my, my raisins. She said, no, 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 you've been called to something greater. I said... I believe you, and by the time she was done, Pastor Brian, I was on the floor in the cereal section while she was laying hands on me with her big hat. As people were walking by going, hmm, I didn't care because she had a word for me that it wasn't really just about that fast I was on, it was really about this message of embracing what God has for me. A friend of mine told a story this couple of weeks ago about there's a, there's a man who went to see his doctor and he was a little portly. Overweight? Yeah, overweight. And the doctor wanted to see him um, do some fasting that would produce at least the results that would. Allow him to lose at least five pounds. And so the doctor said to him, I want you to fast. I want you to fast. It's going to produce produce some really good results. And he says, I want you to eat regularly. He says, be careful that you're listening to me. Two days. And then he says, I want you to skip a day and then repeat that for two weeks. Uh, Eat for two days, skip a day, and then repeat that for two weeks. And he said it four times. And the next time I see you, you're going to lose five pounds, and you would have gotten your situation under control, your appetite. And so after two weeks, the man returned. And the doctor was astonished as he backed up and said, you've lost 60 pounds. You weighed in on what, what is going 60 pounds. And the doctor was astonished. She says, this is amazing. Did you, did you follow my instructions? He said, I did, man, yes, I did, but I I thought I was going to drop dead, especially on that third day. He says, why, why? You know, from from that hunger, you mean? You, you, You were just so hungry? He says, no, all that skipping around. This morning, we're going we're gonna to dig a little deep into the subject of fasting. What's fasting? I think you guys know a little bit about it. But we're going to talk a bit about it because I didn't understand it as a young kid. I didn't understand it as a pastor. <clears throat> but, we, but I'm learning and I'm growing that, that we're tempted with food and we ask God to break my fast because, Lord, I've, I've gotten the answer. I can break the fast now. We, we, we won't be tempted with food. We eat all night before so that we can, you know, I've I've done all of these things, but we fast because we're getting a blood drawn. We fast because we're having surgery. We ask for apologies because we're fasting and we get hangry. Anybody familiar with hangry? (laughs) Vicki told me I was hangry yesterday. (laughs) Stop laughing. (laughs) But we get hangry. And so, 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 the Bible talks about fasting, and, and I want to just share with you a little bit about uh, the word today. There's this a spiritual purpose behind fasting, that fasting uh, it can, can have an incredible breakthrough for those who submit themselves to the process if they understand it. Fasting is a spiritual discipline that can bring breakthrough, and God, God can direct us closer to, to, to him. He can give us compassion and love and true understanding as what is this message around fasting and what has God called us to do? Uh, I believe in the text that I'm about to share, you, you'll get a better understanding. You'll understand the compassion that the author uh, Isaiah speaks about and what the call to action is for Pathway Church here in Florida. So in order to frame the fasting for us, I want us to read from Isaiah. We're going to read a little bit. I hope you don't mind. But the Bible, I love uh, reading the word of God. And so if you could uh, bring that scripture up and let's, let's, let's shout it out loud. Do not hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet. Declare my people their rebellion and to the descendants of Jacob their sins. For the day after day they seek. Me out. They seem eager to know my ways as if they were a nation does, that does what is right and has not forsaken the commands of God. They ask, they ask me for just decisions and seem, I don't know, eager for God to come near. Why have we fasted? They're asking this question. Why have we fasted? Why, why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and you exploit all your workers and your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked uh, fists. You cannot fast as you do. Today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? Only a day for people to humble themselves? Is it only for, 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 for bowing one's head like a, like a reed and for, for lying in sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you call a fast? A day acceptable to the Lord? Is is it not this kind of fasting I have chosen to 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 loose the chains of injustice and and untie uh, the, the cords of this yoke to set the oppressed free and break every chain? Is it not to share your food with hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter? When you see the naked, to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood? Then your light will break forth like the dawn, and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call, and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help, and he will say, here I am! If you do away with the yoke of oppression, with the pointing of Fingers and the malicious talking. And if you would spend yourself uh, in behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the, of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your, your night will become like the noonday. The Lord will guide you always, He will satisfy your needs, will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fall. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up old foundations. You will be called repairer of the broken, walls, restorer of the streets, the dwellings. If you keep your feet from Breaking the Sabbath and from doing as you please on my holy day, if you call the Sabbath a delight and the Lord's holy day honorable, and if you honor it, uh, not going your own way and not going as you please or speaking idle words, then you will find your joy in the Lord. Somebody say, "Join the Lord," Amen. and I will cause you to ride in the triumph. On the heights of the land, and to feast on the inheritance of your father Jacob, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken, as I read the text and I try to really understand what was going on here in the text. It was amazing to to, to hear and see that the people uh, were asking the Lord about fasting, and uh, the Jews kind of wandered. Uh, why the Lord did not acknowledge the fact that, that they were fasting. And so through Isaiah, the, the Lord taught the people about proper fasting and the, and the Sabbath. Fasting and the Sabbath observance. And what do you do? And so Isaiah is really trying to instruct them. Because the Lord said because their intentions and their actions were improper, right? And they fasted. He, 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 would, he would not acknowledge their prayers, and so, uh, uh, so, 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 so Isaiah was really trying to direct them in a bold way to declare to the house of Jacob their sins. And so as I looked at this text in this chapter, God is, exposes this concept of emptiness. There was, a, there was a, there, there were two religious rituals that happened. One was fasting and the other was keeping the Sabbath. And so both of these expressions were uh, about not doing things. In and, and fasting, you don't eat. In and, and, and Sabbath, you don't work. And so it's important in this chapter to understand that it's the don't do's. It's, it's, it's not enough to make us right before God. Our walk with God shouldn't only be defined but, but by what we don't do. What we do for the Lord is really what matters. Fasting is important, but what are you doing while you're fasting? Sister Crosby, call me out. What are you doing, Pastor Handel while you're fasting, eating muffins. So there are three things I want to just throw at you. Number one, there was understanding. If you look at Isaiah 1 through 5, it talks about that. It talks about in the first section Isaiah, we find Isaiah giving this message like a trumpet to the people of God. It's a message declared loudly to anyone who would listen. And so if you look at the verse, uh, the phrase, day after day, they seek me out. And they seem eager to know my ways. And, 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 and so I found, I found it very helpful as I was studying the text that there were three purposes for fasting that were present in this text. And each one of these specifically mentioned in the passage something very interesting. Number one, first, we, we, we fast so that we can seek God to know him and follow his commandments. We fast uh, so that we make God uh, d- direct our decisions. We fast so that we have a general sense of closeness with God. And if you look at the text, uh, it, it, it's, it's all about that. Uh, when I look at the, the, the fact that we're fasting so that we can ask God to direct our decisions, our lives are, I don't know about you, but my life is full of monumental decisions. Uh, uh, do, we, do, do we take this job? When I was uh, uh, interviewing for Church of God Ministries... I, I said to uh, uh, the, the interview folks, I don't think I'm the one. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I, I'm not sure that God has led me here. And they said, why don't you go fast and pray and get back with us? I said, I will certainly do that. And I said, Vicki would never go back to Anderson, and it's not going to happen. And so I prayed, and I uh, heard from the Lord, and I went to Vicky, and I, she said, well, Anderson is not a bad place. I said, what? That's not, what, that's, not, that's not what I was expecting from you. And then Diana Swoop called and said, Handel, I think God has called you to Anderson to help with the movement and, and do some things. And I said, well, that's not what I heard from God. And so I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find my prayer partners because I need direction. And I went to my prayer partners and they prayed and they said, Pastor, we're hearing the same thing. I said, the devil is a liar. so I went back to the sackcloth and the fasting. <laughs> and I fasted for 21 days and 40 days, because they tell me 40 days is the big thing. You've got to fast for 40 days. And I said, I need to hear the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> and Andrew Lim, J- J- Jim Lyon called. You know, Jim Lyon, J- Jim Handel Smith, this is uh, Jim Lyon. And I was calling because I understand that you may have an interest in being a part of the Church of God. And I said, yes, I, I was praying about it. He says, great, well, uh, they have selected you. I said, what? I said, that's impossible. They said, yes, they have. And so we'd like for you to come. And, then, and so long story short, I'm seven years there, and I'm saying I needed direction, but I had to go before the Lord. I had to go before my people. When I was asking God who to marry, he sent me this queen. When I was asking God what to do about my business, when, whether we should rent or buy. Listen, it's everyday life. You can ask him, and he has the answers. Do I retire right now? Uh, Do we move the doctors or get a second opinion? Should we do the surgery? Do we move or stay here with the grandkids? I don't know, but seek the Lord. That's what Isaiah was was trying to say. Fasting is is that, that God is prescribed for making decisions. You don't make a decision before you talk to God. And hear the voice of God. And then he says, well, you fast so that you, you'll have a general sense of the closeness with God. Fasting and praying. I, I tell you, I've never felt a closeness with God than, than I have in most recent years this idea of connecting with him and going up with God and and worship and connecting with him and and, and, and allowing him to prune you and hear his voice. Oh God, help me to be a better husband. Help me to be a better pastor. Help me to be a better better leader. And, And God is talking to you and you're walking with you. My father used to sing this song right here, the last song he sang to me before he died. And he walked with me. And he talks with me, and he tells me I am And the None other And I grabbed his hand and I said, Dad, that was amazing. My dad had dementia and Parkinson's disease. He never really recognized me for 10 years. But that day, I grabbed his hand and he said, something happened and he said, son, I love you. And I said, what did you, what did he say? Because his his wife was typically behind him going, say, I love you. (laughs) But this day she was over there and dad, for some reason, I figured out who I was in that moment after he sang that song. And he said, son, I love you. That's what I needed. I left there and he died shortly thereafter. I, I, he, he, he walked with God. He talked with God. He connected with God. He was close with God. And he said, he said, son, whatever you do, be close with God. Get to know him. He's your best friend. How many of you know that? That he's a, he's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Yeah, not only already understand, but we ought to have compassion. Uh, compassion is the sometimes, it's a fatal capacity to, to, to feel what, what the other person is feeling. It's, it's the knowledge that there, there can never be, really be peace and joy until there's peace and joy finally for, 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 for us and, and him. And, and so this, this message of, 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 of compassion is powerful. And if you look at Isaiah uh, 58, 6 through 7, he talks about that. How, how, how it was it, that we were fasting gives us the message of how we are chosen and how we can, uh, God can loose the chains of injustice and, 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 and untie the cords of, uh, of the yoke. And so the message here is this, we, we got to be completely honest. You know, I, I, at times when I'm saying, Lord, I want to abstain from food. I want to get closer to you in prayer. Lord, I want to spend time reading your word. I want to obey Jesus. I want to obey Jesus. I want to do all that I, that I need to do to get closer to you. In verse 6, it says, freeing those illegally enslaved. It says, feeding the hungry with what you have not eaten. Clothing those in need. Restored relationships in, in your families. And the message here is that this, this compassion, this pity, this sympathy, this empathy, this care, this concern, this sensitivity, this warmth, this love, this tenderness, this mercy, this kindness, this charity. Compassion. It's freeing all those things. But more importantly, compassion is all of those feelings in action. In action. In Matthew 9, 36, Jesus says, when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without shepherd. In Matthew 4, 14, he says, when Jesus landed, they saw a large crowd and he had what? Compassion. On them and he healed the sick in Matthew 20 34 he says Jesus had compassion on them and, and touched their eyes and immediately their sight was uh, restored Jesus Christ was a man of compassion he was the God of compassion when, when when I'm full of compassion then I'm like Jesus the great commandment I love God with all my heart I I, I love my neighbor as I love myself How can we separate the two? You love your neighbor, you love God. You love God, you love your neighbor. And God is saying in this season, compassion. Compassion. Jay the diabetic said to me, "Uh, listen, Hondo, uh, he said, I'm going to come to church. And uh, he came. He walked through the cold and through the snow. And he uh, sat in the front row and I talked with him and shared with him. And he says, "You know, Pastor, I have an enlarged heart. I'm struggling. Um, I, I really need help." And uh, and so we were we were able to to bless him and 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 connect with him. And he's getting baptized next week. He gave his heart to the Lord on Friday. But when I said, "Show me your feet," he says, "My feet are killing me," and and he took his socks off, and there were holes this big in his toes. And I said, have you been to a doctor? he said, well, yeah, I just, I mean, I just, I haven't had time. I said, you're going to make an appointment today. But I looked and I said, how is it that this young man can walk five miles in the snow with, with these big holes in his toe? And I can't get folks to come to church because they're so comfy and comfortable. And I'm asking the question, where's the compassion? Where's the passion for God. Isaiah is trying to tell them, you can fast all you want. But where's the action, which is the last message? Where is the action? I need you to act, not just hear the prayers, do the prayers. God is going to guide you. He's going to provide, but you got to do it. People, have, they attend church services, but, you know, they're, they're, they're no longer. Listen, I'm saying, I'm not standing now that when you attend church services, you actually get healthier according to the Vanderbilt University. So y'all better start coming to church. (laughs) Tell your friends, I'm telling you. It helps to alleviate stress, all right? And improve mental health, we all need that. Churchgoers get better socioeconomic and healthy behavior profiles. If you're a smoker, it helps you to reduce your smoking and increases your physical activity and reduces the, the drinking. Anybody drinks here? Uh, any overeaters? Listen, <laughs> attending church. Isaiah was saying, listen, I'm a, attending church and, and, and fasting is important, but it, it really is healthy. Fasting is healthy. Not Going to, chur- going to church is, is a healthy thing to do. You, you got to take action. Somebody say take action. Take action. You got to take action. You can't just sit and be compassionate. You got to move and be compassionate, amen. God described this kind of fasting as He approved it. He says, "Abstain from food for the spiritual purposes of understanding Him, making decisions, and drawing close." But you've got to, you've got to, you've got to change your emotions and and move into action. And so, do you do you want to be blessed by God? Do you want His favor in your life? Do you want to be close to Him? Uh, listen, our lives uh, 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 can be transformed as 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 we begin to to not only understand, as we begin to express this compassion that God has for us, but as as we begin to move into action, God is going to guard our backs and protect us. God is going to hear our prayers. God is going to guide us. God is going to provide us. God will strengthen you to face every day our faith and our lives and our relationships will be repaired and restored. There will be joy. We'll be found in the Lord. Verse 14, overcoming difficulties and obstacles as you look at verse 14. God is saying in this season, y'all, we, 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 we've got to fast. That's not for fasting's sake, but we have to have fast with compassion. Uh, we have to have spiritual discipline that can bring breakthroughs in our spiritual lives. I want to encourage you today to incorporate fasting into your spiritual life. It brings blessings. And, 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 and just allow God to say these words, you know, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. And with thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. Oh, God, you, you, you are God, and I, I, we seek you. My soul thirsts after you. My flesh faints for you, as in dry and weary land where there's no water. So I've looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory, because your steadfast love is better than life. My lips will praise you, so I will bless you as long as I live. And I will lift my hands and call on your name. After I fasted, Brother Pastor Brian, I found myself. in the penitentiary. Sister Crosby was right. How in the world did that happen? Vicki and I walked in and Andrew, it was one of those where they do all the searches everywhere. And we walked in and I had my keyboard to my side, Andrew, and we were ready to do work for Jesus. So the praise team walked in, Ricky, remember, and we sat there and there were 400 men in jumpsuits, orange jumpsuits. It was a sea of jumpsuits. And I looked over and around the room, it was every nation, it was, every, it was diversity everywhere. And I, and I looked up and I said to the praise team, let's go, God is in the room. And we started to sing, amen. In grace, how sweet the sound That saved a wretch like me I once was, but now Was blind, but now Oh, that's really nice, it was wonderful. But the lights went out! <laughs> and Andrew and the press team started screaming, ah! <laughs> Pitch dark, 400 criminals. <laughs> Murderers and rapists and, remember that honey? Yes, she does. Vicky said, never again. (laughs) And I said, what to do now? And I just started singing again. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Stand to your feet for a second and say this, and just lift your hands and say, Praise God! Praise God! Praise God! Praise God! Praise Praise God! It's all compassion. I got understanding. Praise God! Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Two hundred and sixty men were saved that day. Two hundred and sixty men were saved that day. 32 churches planted from that one gathering throughout the entire state of Maryland. And whenever I went from from jail to jail, they kept calling me, Pastor, we're here! We're ready to do the work! The warden got saved! The security people got saved! Uh, there was a point out! I'm understanding it now, compassion and action, finding freedom in real life.
1: We have made room for him and he is moving he has compassion for you he sees you, he loves you he's got a plan and it doesn't include sometimes the things we thought it did there's a letting go that needs to happen as we respond now with this time of worship the space that we often create at the end of service I just want to say his compassion and mercies are being poured out will you Take action. Will you come forward? Will you raise your hand? Will you allow the Lord to do a new thing in you today? Our prayer partners are available. Our guests, myself, will be up here. If if you come forward and you want somebody to pray for you, we'll make ourselves available. But this moment right now, who knows where you're going to find yourself and how God wants to use you. All we have to do is trust and obey. Father, we love you and thank you for this powerful morning. For being here with us. Father, I pray if there's anybody online or in person who has not received you as their Lord and Savior, may that be their yes this morning. May they raise their hand online or come forward here. Father, for those of us that have received you, God, I pray that you would renew us. Give us a new commitment, a new resiliency, a new resolve to make room for you. Give us new understanding and be with us now as we worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. The altars are open. Let's worship him and respond. I'm actually going to ask if the three of you could head to our cafe. Uh, You can greet them. Our our staff pastors will be in there. I'll be there as well. Uh, We'd love to connect with you. There's refreshments. You can break your fast in freedom. Uh, I do want to say this. Uh, I I feel very strongly and and I want to commit to this for 2023. So so here you go. Buckle up, right? Uh, I believe we need to commit to a day of corporate fasting every week for 2023. So Wednesdays is going to be that day. It's kind of the middle of the week. And uh, I just want to let you know, as the Lord leads, we will, you can know others in the church are praying and fasting on Wednesdays. Uh, When you read Isaiah 58 at the end, it talks about restoring and repairing, and there's this action and compassion. It's our vision, restoring, raising up, reaching out. And so I believe as we pray and fast throughout the year, God's going to break through in your life. He's going to break through in the life of our church. We're going to have an amazing year together. Amen? So let's do that together. In addition to that, if you're a guest, we want to welcome you. Uh, You can come to our welcome center and then connect with the pastors and those that are here. Uh, As far as our offering, we often don't mention this at the end of service, but I just have kind of been feeling led that if you are able and would like to give towards the Church of God movement above and beyond your tithe and offering, just write missions on your memo or give online to missions and we'll make sure it gets to them and blesses them in addition to what we support them with. Amen? Alright, let me close this in prayer. Father, thank you so much for what you are doing. We are just in awe. You are so good. And we thank you for setting in motion a new freedom. A new freedom to, to both receive to give, to follow you into the plans that you have. God, I pray that as we go today, that we would go different, changed, transformed by your presence with an excitement of, of what this means, that you've invited us to a relationship with you that's bigger than Sunday morning. It has to do with how we live, how we take action during the week. So Father, may we go and be your church in fresh and new ways this week. Bless each and every person, each and every decision made today. We thank you in Jesus' name. Everyone said, amen. Go now and be the church.